0: Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com, that's wealthcare.com, or call 888-888-5601, 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now.
1: Hello, along with Bruce Smith, I'm Cheryl White. Coming up on Get More Retirement, turning the 4% rule on its head, setting your sights on a comfortable retirement, and getting a jump start on taxes. But before we begin, hello, Bruce Smith.
0: Hey, how are you doing, Cheryl? And uh, it's officially, we're like past Memorial Day, we're heading for summer.
1: <laughs> Indeed, we are. Couldn't come soon enough for me. I'm ready for summer. Oh, uh, amen. Hey, as we think about summertime, you know, I saw a recent survey, Bruce, and this is kind of disturbing, but I I know you and I know you're going to put a positive spin on this somehow. So let's dive into this brand new Gallup poll that shows that only 43% of non-retired adults think they'll have enough money to live a comfortable retirement. Now, that's down 10% since 2021. Now, I know and you and I both do, that comfortable means different things to different people. But whatever it means, there seems to be a lack of confidence for a lot of people that they can actually achieve that. So how can you help people get that confidence
0: back? Well, you know, it's it's always that crazy four-letter word that we use, which is math. It's not about opinions. It's not about guesses. It's not about hope. That's a big one. People use that as a strategy, all that, well, I hope I'm going to have enough money. Mm -hmm. It's really funny. We were doing some research this weekend, and you know something you never see is you never see any survey or statistic about failed retirement plans about what percent of these fail, what percent of people run out of money, what percent of people don't get to enjoy their lifestyle that they wanted to. Something happened to their planning. You know, We have all this data, all this information, but you never see that. And the thing I find that's missing in most retirement plans, because first of all, people don't transition from investment plans to retirement plans. And there's a monster difference it's not about managing an investment portfolio because you know when you were working when you were contributing when you just had investments you didn't have to worry about taxes you didn't worry about income from that portfolio you didn't worry about medicare you didn't worry about social security taxation you didn't worry about all these things that rear their head. You know, there was one really interesting presenter we had at a big three-day tax intensive we did. And he said, you know, he said, a lot of people, they defer the taxation on retirement. They're deferring one tax, income tax, until Mm. later in life. He says they deferred one tax for up to six different taxes. Which is income tax, tax on social security, Medicare tax, tax for your heirs, and there's other taxes that come into play. So this is what happens is people say, Well, you know, will I have enough money? This survey I think the reason the numbers went down is because of inflation. And of course we do have uncertainty in the market. So those two combined is what I think is driving the consumer confidence mm-hmm. down. But, you know, the one thing that that the market continues to sell to us, Wall Street, the banks, even the insurance companies, they tell us it's okay to be volatile. It's okay to live in an unknown world of your finances. And the interesting part to me is, like, I'm there. I'm at retirement age. I mean, I'm not retiring. They'd like to run me out of here, but it's not going to (laughs) happen. But, you know, the thing is I want to have consistent, durable, predictable assets i don't want you know i no longer want to ride that wild bronco and not know what's going to happen and that's where i think you know how do you get that resiliency built in and it's basically number one having your plan built your way start with a clean sheet of paper we ask people you know what are the things you want not what we're going to tell you you need but what do you want do you want to have a portion of your portfolio protected do you want to have a portion of it preserved, where you have a cushion of protection. Do you want for the majority of that portfolio, do you wanna have a defined outcome where you know in advance what's going to happen within a range if the market is up or down instead of a total unknown? and with that certainty, with that consistency, that durability, that's how you regain the confidence that your plan truly is going to provide your needs for your lifestyle throughout your retirement without having to scale back or god forbid, you know, live on social security alone because you're out of money.
1: Oh, that's true. And you know what I found was interesting is that 77% of retirees, so those who have already retired, 77% say they have enough to live comfortably. So the disconnect between those who have retired and those who are getting ready to retire seems to be money. How much do they have? They're worried about current market conditions, I think. And the pandemic, we went through some really rough years. People tapped into their 401k plans. They did a lot of things just to get by as jobs were put on hold and all of that. So there's a big difference, Bruce, between people who are getting ready to retire and those who already have. So do you see a difference between those people who are, say, five to 10 years out? Are they more set than those who might be 15 years out?
0: Uh, when you say five to 10 years out, you're talking before they retire? Yes, or,
1: or... Yeah. so they're maybe 10 years, 55-ish
0: well, unfortunately, the reality is, like, whenever they say this, remember, this is an opinion poll, okay? So you have 70%, percent of retirees saying they currently have enough money to live comfortably. And a lot of times, they've used, you know, maybe an online calculator, or they've worked with a big mutual fund company, or maybe they have an advisor, and somebody has told them, you're going to be okay. I've run the numbers, you're going to be uh, okay. I see. But the truth is that, that there's an Achilles heel in retirement planning that nobody talks about. And the problem is that 99% of those assurances were made using an average rate of return. You know, I've looked at your portfolio, you've averaged 5.7% will cause this and give you all this headroom and you'll have financial security. But the reality is that when you're taking income, when you're removing money from that pile of cash, from that nest egg, that average return is meaningless. Because you're going to have a series of returns, ups and downs throughout your retirement. With the volatility of markets, if you don't have a consistent, durable return that's tighter, you know, if you look at the returns from, for example, 2000 till now, and then ran from now to 2000 in reverse, you find that in both cases, in most scenarios, you have much less money you know, left over than what that average return projected. And that's why, you know, we provide a much higher level of planning and long-term management, you know, to squeeze all the money you can get out of that nest egg, especially with the tax planning, because that's where the, the juice is at. But basically, what are your numbers based on and are those assumptions valid and do they make sense? Or do you want a true stress test to so you feel much more confident that you've, you know, you've gone deeper into the math and that's what we do.
1: That's so interesting. And how do you do that? Because you are so right. Numbers can be manipulated to show whatever you want them to show. These polls are just that. They're, as you say, opinion surveys. So when someone comes into you and they say, all right, here's what I have. I have $500,000 plus. How can you help me?
0: First of all, it's understanding what they have. So, you know, they bring actual statements. We actually input all the investments that they have, all the different holdings, whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what have you. Could be annuities, CDs, you know, checking accounts, savings, all those things that have a number associated with them as far as returns. And then we plot that. We basically have an advanced system that will go back and look at those returns on those holdings clear back to 2000 or even 1998. If you don't have one that goes back that far, it'll create it, it'll basically back test and, and give us a number. for. So with, by having those year-by-year returns, then we will actually plug it into our advanced software and say, okay, so with the historical returns, the average was this, and this is what that looks like, and it looks pretty good. They say, so now, for the returns that actually happened, because we don't know when the down markets are going to occur, are they going to occur early in our retirement? Are they going to occur later in our retirement? Throughout our retirement? Throughout almost always. But if, if you have, you know, a couple of, of lackluster performance years initially in the early stages of retirement, it can really decimate the long-term prognosis for those assets you know a gentleman once told me he said you know it's like having the river and you're six foot tall and the guy the fisherman he says can i cross here he said oh yeah he said the, the average depth of the river is four feet you get in and you start <laughs> wading across right and about halfway out you end encountered that it's 20 feet because it was only two feet you know for the last 30 feet going to the other shore you're 20-foot hole in the water so are you going to drown you got a problem so we have that ability to not just look at those factors, but factor in all of the variables, you know, what will that tax bill look like over your retirement lifetime? A lifetime, which is a lifetime, sadly, of unemployment, where you're responsible for that income. Retirement is a lifetime of unemployment. So we really wanna be smart about the numbers and have a stress test done to find out what that point of failure typically is in these variable returns. Let's test that, that point of failure and see that you keep your head above water
1: and you know you talk about a lifetime of unemployment wow that's a powerful way to put it uh, first <laughs> just of impressed all you, right? <laughs> uh, yeah it's like whoa a uh, wave but another part of that is that we're living longer bruce so that Absolutely. lifetime of unemployment is getting longer and longer
0: yeah i mean the lifetime of unemployment is why it needs to be a serious conversation this is why so many consumers have shied away from financial advisors, have shied away from the financial industry. And people like companies like Fidelity and Vanguard, they've welcomed, you know, hey, the do it yourself maneuver, you know. If you're talking about investments and we talk about these variable returns, if you never take any money out and you reverse those returns, you end up with exactly the same money to the penny. So no matter what the sequence of returns, is, it's the same. But once you start removing income and it's not just income for you, income pays your expenses. You know, it pays for your lifestyle. Well, we all see that and think about that, but you also have to pay uncle Sam's expenses. You've got to pay those taxes. So you're draining that nest egg for both things that are good and things that are not as beneficial to you. And then we have unforeseen circumstances. So this really changes the game. And that's why, you know, you want to know, hey, what does my retirement look like and what can it be? If it's a problem, you know, with this lifetime where you're providing the income, my numbers don't look so good. They're not as good as I thought they'd be. Can we make them better? And the answer is yes. You know, two things. One, a more durable, consistent portfolio. And that's a small, that, that's a piece. It'll help. And it can be, I mean, it still be a couple hundred thousand dollars over your lifetime. But then you bring true, valid, powerful tax management into the equation. And and by being smart about how you pay your taxes in retirement, you could find yourself with six or seven figures over your lifetime of additional value by having that tax management. Probably the single most powerful tool in the retirement planning arsenal.
1: And I think that's where we would all like to be, Bruce Smith. So... If you have saved $500,000 or more, we want to invite you to call Bruce and his team at Wealthcare, and the number is 888-888-5601. Now, with today's crazy volatile markets, we've been talking about rising inflation and higher taxes. Bruce is so confident that he can provide you with powerful and innovative strategies for your unique situation that he's waiving his usual planning fee for you if you call right now, 888-888-5601. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so,
2: it's time for you to get a second opinion from the Wealthcare Investment Center. At Wealthcare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns, while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com.
1: That's wealthcare.com. Bruce, you were just talking about portfolios, and I have a question about that coming up, and I'm going to lead into it this way. With the most recent wrangling over the debt ceiling, there was really a sell mentality on Wall Street, and it lasted for a few weeks. But there was one analyst, and he said the smart money is on hold. Let's listen.
3: We think the best thing for investors to do is to take a 6- to 12-month time frame, and on that basis, we are pretty upbeat about stocks. We think the market's going to be higher.
1: Now, that's David Katz of Matrix Asset Advisor speaking on CNBC, So I was going to ask you how often we should review and rebalance our portfolios. But having listened to what you just told us, I'm thinking that that's something that you don't put a time frame on.
0: Well, see, that's that's traditional investment mentality. I mean, first of all, Mr. Katz, he's talking about the market. He's talking about opportunities. You know the typical things you hear from wall street i you know i call it wall street wisdom you know we don't subscribe to wall street wisdom you know we subscribe to warren wisdom warren buffett i think gives us our best thumb rule here if you want to use thumb rules and he says first rule of money is don't lose money second rule of money is see rule number one (laughs) that's why i love him yeah and and so when when you build a portfolio we use a lot of items that you don't see in your traditional mutual fund or stock and bond portfolios because we want to have that predictable outcome. We want to have a defined range of what to expect if the market is up or is down. In my book, Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, the title says it all. And this is really you know, the mantra that wealthy people use to manage their money. And we certainly use it for all of our clients and all of our retirees, is that you want to be positioned so in advance where you're not doing these maneuvers do i buy do i sell do i hold what do i do do i stand on my head do i go to the circus what do i do you know you don't do that that's sensationalism and quite frankly a lot of times a small investor will do the wrong thing because they can't time the market but we say all right i want to be in a position that if the market goes down i want to honor warren and and i don't want to lose money so the thing is you build this portfolio do you want to have a portion of it a significant portion protected from any market loss as the market goes south. So in advance, I know that I didn't have to take any action. My advisor didn't have to take any action. The market went south, I didn't lose anything. But if the market goes up, that you're positioned that it will capitalize and bring about a healthy gain if the market has those opportunities. Then you want to take another part of the portfolio and say, all right, I want to have wealth preservation. I want to hold on to my wealth. I want to have a cushion of protection. Now, if the market deep dives, I'll lose, but I won't lose near as much in the unknown future of a lot of the investments that are traditional. But again, I want to make a significant gain if the market gives me upside. So these are both automated processes, things that the advisor is not taking action. You're not rebalancing. You're not having to make a phone call, have an appointment. This is all happening automatically. And we use that for a majority, over 50% of the portfolio zone. So we have a defined outcome in advance that we know what to expect. If the market goes south, if the market goes north, you know, we're we're harvesting gains in many cases, automatically harvesting and locking in those gains, protecting them as well as the original principle. So these are bottom line, they're just advanced management strategies that have been used for many decades with the wealthy people, but the average consumer hasn't had access to them. And that was the whole mission of Wealthcare when we started the firm in 1996 was to bring that level of expertise and management to the average investor, especially the retirees who are going to rely on this total nest egg to fund that lifetime of unemployment they're going to see during retirement.
1: So you wanted to bring that to more people and spread the word. So how has that been going? What kind of success have you seen?
0: Well, I mean, our firm, we have had monster growth every year. Last year, we had a 250% growth in our firm. And it's because of what we're doing for our clients. It's not that our Mm -hmm. firm is anything that ridiculous or or we're so proud of ourselves. You know, is that I have the best job in the world because it matters. What we do matters. It changes lives. I always like to refer to my young partner, Chris, our on-staff CFP. Chris has been here 17 years, but he's been coming around my house since fifth grade. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, you know, he came from a Wall Street firm, and this is before the crash in 08. And he saw how we were using defined outcome and protected assets and buffered assets in our portfolios. And he's like, you know, clients could do a lot better. You know, you're being too conservative. This doesn't make any sense. Then the market crashed and he called his friends at his old firm and they're like, oh yeah, I left at lunchtime and, and you know, I'm out of the office because all I'm getting is all these nasty phone calls because people are losing themselves. And first of all, our phone doesn't ring off the hook, and the people that do call, they're like, so this part of my portfolio, I didn't lose anything? No, you didn't lose anything. Or, or you know, I, so I, I, even though I, I only had a cushion of protection, I still haven't lost anything on a majority of my... But yes, that's correct. He was just in awe of, of how it works. So that's the thing. We're prepared in advance without going through the motions of, you know, when you talk about rebalancing, well, okay... Will they automatically rebalance, or are they going to call you and get your permission to rebalance? And what if they can't get a hold of you, or what if you can't get a hold of the advisor? And we know how everything just gets jammed up every time the market has a deep decline. I had the experience doing this for wealthy people when I was vice chairman of Investor's Capital. So when we launched Wealthcare, I said, I want to provide that to a much, much larger cross-section of America that has never seen that level of management and that's what we provide, and that's what makes us happy. Really, it's, it's kind of our dream job.
1: Yes, and I would love to hear that. I would love to hear you haven't lost a thing, Cheryl, because yeah, isn't I mean, that what yeah. we all want is when we see what's happening all around us, and for us, we're okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a couple hundred million dollars sitting there. When the market tanked during uh, the dot-com bust in 2000, that portfolio didn't go down a dime. When the, when the market deep-dived in 2008, it didn't go down a penny whenever the COVID mini crash and the V-shaped recovery occurred, we didn't go down a penny in those portfolios, but we've also made significant gains in those portfolios that have been harvested automatically, and most of them annually. So once a year, it automatically harvests and locks in those gains. So I mean, people are like, I didn't even know those types of processes existed. <laughs> and they've existed for years for wealthy people. The average person, you know, we provide them with things that they haven't seen before, but we start with a clean sheet of paper and let them design all the things they want from that buffet of choices from kind of the greatest salad bar for retirement you've ever seen and say, what do you want on your salad? You know, let's build your plan your way. And let's see what that looks like compared to what you're doing now.
1: I love that. Well, once again, I want to remind you that if you have saved $500,000 or more Give Bruce and his team a call, and you can do that right now at Wealthcare. The number is 888-888-5601. And again, call now, 888-888-5601. And we're so encouraging you to call because this is life-changing information. And with today's crazy volatile markets, rising inflation, higher taxes, Bruce is so confident that he can provide you with powerful and innovative strategies for your unique situation that he's waiving his usual planning fee, so call and take advantage of that. 888-888-5601. Bruce, we've spent so much time just chatting here about you and what you do that we've run out of time for this segment, but I promise you that when we come back, we will talk about that 4% rule, looking at it in a different way, and we'll also talk about taxes. Now, this is information... You need to know as we continue with Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith.
2: You've been planning for your retirement for some time, but now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroy your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second opinion. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is the best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our higher level of planning and management could help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com.
1: Welcome back to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, Bruce Smith of Wealthcare. You're the founder and you are a financial manager, Bruce. Is that different than a financial planner?
0: Well, we're a wealth management firm and planning is putting something down on paper and saying, here's the design. It's kind of like having a set of blueprints. And the thing is, if you you don't have a general foreman overseeing the entire construction of that house, you know, if you're not managing the construction, you can have the best laid plans and you can still have a very crooked or leaky or dangerous house. (laughs) So, you know, wealth management is really the thing that we do, especially uh, in the area of tax management. You know, you, you have to understand all the pieces of what's going on because that really impacts you tax wise. And then what can we do to keep more of your money working for you, available to you for your lifestyle and available for your heirs down the road? So, As a wealth management firm, that's what's unique and different, I think, about us compared to a traditional planning firm.
1: Okay, well, thanks. I just, that was a question just popped into my head, and I wanted to ask and get your answer. But here's also what I want to talk about right now, Bruce Smith, is BMW. You're a car guy, and you know I love cars, too. (laughs) And there's a new gimmick BMW has. They're kind of showing off their car's driver assist features. So apparently, if I read this correctly, because I haven't been in the driver's seat to try this out, Mm -hmm. the car will suggest to you that you might want to do something. For example, you're behind someone on the interstate. They're going too slowly. And the car thinks, you know, we could easily get around this car. But I'm not going to do it without permission. So the way the car gets permission is by saying, hello, you might want to consider moving around this car. You look in the left rearview mirror, the side mirror on the car, BMW sees that you looked in that mirror, takes that as confirmation that you agree, and now makes the move around that slower car.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) you know the the technology is crazy i i have that technology in my new car no you don't Uh, well i'm not it's well it's pretty darn close i mean first of all it actually like if i blink too many times it (laughs) no seriously it's like you you, you need to take a break and i'm like okay oh it's looking
1: out for your safety
0: well that's part of but i mean like for like if i have a vehicle in front of me like i will set the cruise control and it even lets me adjust the following distance But then, so if I'm on the turnpike and there's a truck in front of me and say I'm set for 70 and he's doing 65, if I just turn the left turn signal on, I don't do anything else. The car will actually go over in the lane, pass him. There's an augmented reality display that comes up. But here's the thing with all this, and this is where, you know, we're hearing so much about AI and investing, AI and retirement planning, AI let me tell you something. First of all, that car is actually going back to its birthplace out of my garage because of the technology. Because actually, they can't get parts. I had my car in the shop for 57 days while they were waiting for just a display for the dash. There wasn't one anywhere on the globe available for my vehicle. Here's where this tech is getting a little scary. So, in Pennsylvania, we have a rule. Uh, that you have to separate yourself at least four feet from a biker when you're passing them. Okay, so there's a person on a bicycle mm-hmm. and, you know, you're four feet away. Well, my car had been in the shop and I, so I took my son over. and I said, well, you drive the car home, I'll drive my truck. And he almost hit a guy on a bicycle because he was in like the driving mode and he turned the wheel to the left to, to pass this, this cyclist in the cycling lane. And the car thought he was leaving the lane and tried to put him back into it because he didn't turn his turn signal on to go around the the cyclist. And it could have easily thrown him into the guy and and, and done injury or or worse. So, you know, there's a place where the technology was doing what it's supposed to do, but it didn't have all the pieces. The one that gets me with this new vehicle, and I'm very afraid of it, to be very honest, it was 22 degrees in December, and I tried to get in the vehicle, and the door handles popped out, but it wouldn't open. So I used the, the manual key and I got in the car Remember, it was 22 degrees outside. My wife's in the, in the building there. She's not, you know, coming out to the car yet. I get in the car, I shut the door. I go to start the car. Car won't start. I go to get out of the car. Car door won't open. Oh, because it's not a mechanical latch. It's an electronic latch. She's beating on the window and I'm, I'm like, go back in the warm building. I'll figure this out. And unluckily I went to the app. And I got the car to start with the app to create enough juice to get the door to open. We got in the car, drove home. I said, come get this thing. They, they came and got it on a rollback. I went to the head of the service department. I said, let me explain something to you. I said, I'm a very tech guy. I said, if that was a 70 year old wealthy client you know, that purchased that car who didn't understand tech or didn't have cell phone service because we're here in the mountains, said he could have froze to death in that car. And if it was in Florida, the person could have easily died in in a heat event, because they were stuck in that car, there is no manual lever, knob, pull tab, anything to allow you to extricate yourself from that vehicle. The main computer had gone out in my car. That's what happened. And it easily could have resulted in something very serious. So, you know, the technology, while we were moving forward with many of these things, they don't have all the bugs worked out. And believe me, You know, that's why you want a real person to talk to about what's going on with your finances instead of relying on some AI element that you don't know really. Does it have all the pieces? Is it doing everything in my best interest or is it just going on the normal line of things? So BMW has a really neat, neat toy here and it's great. And it could be even a safety benefit down the road, but you know, you've got to look at the what ifs, the what else, that's a big deal.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking as you were talking. Is that I think with our finances, with our savings, with our portfolio, sometimes it's easy to set it and forget it because it's similar to autopilot or the cruise control or whatever in the car. But that can cause problems both ways. And that's not something you do that's so important not to do, because as the market changes, I mean, we talk about it all the time. The markets are so up and down, and inflation, still trying to get a handle on that, and you don't want to just leave all of your hard-earned money, all your assets, just sitting there doing whatever it is they've been doing.
0: I think here's the best example of this. I've talked about it before on the show, and you may not be aware of this one, but uh, and you can go to staples or, or office supply places and you can buy a thing it's called the space pen really cool device but nasa spent over a hundred thousand dollars developing an ink pen that would write in the vacuum of space so they would have it to use in the space you know space shuttle yep. or Skylab or whatever mm-hmm. you know a hundred thousand dollars to develop a pen that would write in the vacuum of space and you can buy them yourself i had one the russians took a pencil <laughs> they took a pencil. Yeah, and see, that's, <laughs> some, you know, see you can have all the tech in the world, but sometimes you need a little dose of common sense. You know, oh, the Russians took a pencil. That's a
1: beautiful story.
0: It's, and I think that's probably, you know, I think we need to remember, those that do not remember history are condemned to repeat it, you know. So basically, there's a great lesson learned about technology, and we always need to have that grain of salt especially with our finances you know you want to have somebody who knows how to use that pencil
1: <laughs> exactly wow that that was uh, a very good point that you made just then hope they took a sharpener as well you ready to do some math
0: Oh, I love math. I know you do. As Ed Slot said, he said, Bruce, you seem like a math guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a math <laughs> you seem <guy. laughs> like a math guy. <laughs> As you
1: have numbers floating around over your head wherever you go. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the 4% rule. It's one of those things that we've all heard of. I think it's been around since, what, the 90s. The idea is you can withdraw 4% from a portfolio of stocks and bonds each year adjusted for inflation, and your portfolio should last at least 30 years. But in Barron's, I saw an article about the reverse four percent rule, and I wanted to bring that right back to you. Mm-hmm. So it's about dividing your withdrawals or contributions by four percent. Right. What do you think about that?
0: Well, I mean, what they're doing is, if you think about it, four uh, percent—you know, four goes into a hundred twenty-five times. So. That's really what they're trying to do is, is get you to come up with, you know, what's it going to take to have 25 years of income? But again, you know, we're back to the fatal error of using a thumb rule by which to determine your finances for a lifetime of unemployment. I don't think that's good wisdom. The thing that we look at, and again, once again, we were using a fixed number over a long period of time as an assumption. The reality is they said, they said, you know, 4%, you're taking a withdrawal, and you're taking it adjusting it for inflation so in our like when we do our failure point stress testing which is the income element that is the failure point of most retirement plans we will take a million dollar example say okay i have a million dollars say husband and wife had five hundred thousand each in their 401k for example so you have a million dollars a four percent withdrawal is forty thousand dollars so we'll say okay we need a forty thousand dollar income now if you need $40,000 of income in your hand, spendable money during the year, then it, you're gonna need to pay Uncle Sam for those withdrawals. So let's say you're in the 20% tax bracket, so now you gotta take 48,000 out of your account to get 40,000. So- exactly. you, Now notice what they never say. They never say anything about taxes. They talk about inflation. They didn't talk about taxes. So I take that 48000 the first year, but the next year it gets to be a little bit higher because of inflation. We'll throw two and a half, three percent 3% inflation on there. And you do that every year for 20 or 30 years, that number gets big. It's not 48000 anymore. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's the drain. That's the leakage out of your nest egg. Are you always making money? Well, if you've ever had a year that you lost money on in your investments in your nest egg, so in those years, the loss is bad enough but then you're taking money out that will never be there to grow again for that need to, for your income and for uncle Sam's income. Mm-hmm. So, so it always makes a down year uglier because of the withdrawals. And on an up year you say, Oh, I made this return 20% this year. I had a super, super year on the market. Well, wait a second, but you also took $48,000 out of your account. So you kind of eroded away the future growth of that portfolio. So it makes the, the up years perform net less and it makes the down years lose more. That's the reality, what you want to look at. We don't do 4% thumb rules. We basically say, okay, what's your portfolio look like? And if we go back 20, 23, 24, 5 years and say, let's apply those returns and let's see how much was left out of that million dollars in our example. And then we'll reverse the returns and say how much is left out of that million dollars compared to what the average return looks like. And again, those numbers are almost always significantly lower. And many times we'll run actual returns from a portfolio and find that in 20, 25 years, the portfolio does run out of money. Not because it didn't have an adequate average return, but because of the variable differences. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about doing math, it's like running the real math on your portfolio. Again, this is something that very, very, very few advisors in the country have the tools to do, have the knowledge to do, have the experience to do, but it's something that you know we build in. That is a that's a unique stress test that we do at WealthCare for the income side. Our job is not to color it or make it beautiful. Our job is to give you the truth, the facts. You know, this is what the potential really looks like. You know, not just how much you can make, but here's how much you could lose. It's not just the income you could have. It's basically what will that income do to your nest egg. So you know, once again, they're they're coming up with a new way to give somebody, I think, a false sense of comfort. And you want to have a serious conversation, not some thumb rule about your finances.
1: You absolutely do. We're going to take a break right now. But before we do, I want to give you that phone number again where you can reach Wealthcare. The team there is standing by to take your call. It's 888-888-5601. If you would like to continue this conversation. Again, it's 888-888-5601. Now, coming up, we are going to talk about something positive something that's going to help you right now, and that's taxes. This is going to be a good conversation, and it's next.
3: Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the Wealthcare Investment Center. At Wealthcare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. The number again is 888-888-5601. 5601. You can also visit us online at WealthCare.com. That's WealthCare.com.
1: Welcome back. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. Hey, Bruce, before we start talking about taxes, which I promised we would do, I wanted to get your take on something because I saw an article the other day about a house that just sold. That's why I decided to play this song for you. You recognize these guys. You know them, Uh, right?
0: Yep. Crosby,
1: Stills, Nash & Young, our house.
0: Not so young anymore, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not so, yeah. But guess who just paid the highest price ever for a private residence in California? Who? Beyonce and Jay-Z, according to TMZ. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, I know,
0: but he's, it, got a, he's got a few coins in his change purse.
1: What is shocking is how much this house was originally listed at at two hundred ninety five million dollars. But you know, oh,
0: California,
1: Jay Z's <laughs> a negotiator. You know that. Mm-hmm. He managed to get it for $200 million. So he he saved himself ninety five million, something like that, on the he house. He saved almost
0: 30% of the asking price. That's that's, that's pretty good haggling You know, a friend of mine once told me, he flipped houses. He said, if I make an offer on a house, I'm not ashamed to tell my mother about it. I offered too much. Well, I think Jay-Z went to that same school. <laughs> uh,
1: I think so. I mean, that guy, he, he really is a negotiator, a producer. That guy knows what he's doing. I, so I suppose I should infer from that that he bought this house knowing that that house is going to be worth more than the $200 million he paid for it. But it has over 30,000 square feet.
0: I forget who the, who they, they were doing MTV Cribs one time. And the guy had a golf cart. They got him through his house, which which I'm like, well, 30,000 square feet, maybe he needs a golf cart. Yes, please. That's just crazy.
1: Bruce, we're finally going to get to the subject of taxes here. I've promised it since the beginning of the show, and I'm saving it for last because this is something that I know you feel so strongly about, and you have a lot of input here. So we're past Memorial Day. Summer is here. That means we're almost halfway through the year. And I'm wondering, are there some things that we could or should be doing right now that could help us with our tax burden come the end of the year?
0: Oh, there's, there's lots of things. I mean, first of all, this could probably be one of the years in my career, 36 years of doing this, that with everything that's going on in the market, with everything that's going on with taxes and all the things out there is, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you don't hear anything else in this show today, this is not the year that you should welcome summer and say, I'll get back to my finances after Labor Day. Because I've had people say, you know, well, let's have an appointment in the fall. We are being more aggressive, like for example, if we're doing systematic Roth conversion planning, things like that, we're doing those conversions now, earlier in the year than we did previously, because of some of the opportunities that are out there. You know, so it shouldn't just be an end of the year cleanup thing, which is what a lot of people do when it comes to taxes. December is one of the biggest tax planning months, but like, what can I do this year to alleviate that tax bill come next spring? But your overall finances, not just your taxes. This should be a summer where you say, look, if I have time to, to spend a few hours or, or have a Zoom meeting or let's get an assessment of what's going on or what's possible, or what the potentials are out there, get your planning in order, get things in order this summer. Take time, not for yourself, not just for your family to have a great time. People spend more time planning a vacation than they do for spending their on their finances, which is the rest of your life. The greatest thing you can do to plan for you and for your family and for your, family heirs is to invest some time not just in vacation planning but in the planning and and having a true management structure going forward. How do we best manage these things and let's start with that management now. The tax planning, people are just absolutely amazed. First of all, very, very, very few advisors. unless you deal with wealthy people five million and up, they all get a tax plan. you know if you think about it, Bill Gates, Bezos, if you talk about Elon Musk, all of these guys jay-z jay-z and and beyonce don't forget beyonce <laughs> okay <laughs> true maybe she, she you know she maybe she gets a deduction for her shoes if i find that deduction let me know because my <laughs> wife needs it so but, do i um, frankly <laughs> oh really hmm. so because i always say i'm i'm married to i'm illegitimate sister
1: <laughs> well, i think <laughs> but, we're, we're twins from another mother uh, then okay well <laughs> and,
0: yeah, i'm not gonna let you and monica talk then that's not gonna happen <laughs> So the thing is, you know, we show, I mean, again, we build these plans. It's what we do. It's it's our life. It's what we do. It was never the plan to be, you know, pretty much a very tax-centric uh, wealth manager. But I found that's really where, for most people, that's actually the greatest opportunity to retain the wealth you have, to to create tax-free growth where you get to keep the money and not share it with Uncle Sam. And if you've got three or more children Quite often the the, the person who gets the most money, the biggest yielding beneficiary is none of your kids. It's Uncle Sam. So the tax management portion of the planning process and the long-term management strategy is quite often two, three, four, five times as great a value as maybe the increased potential on growth with a better portfolio or a more durable portfolio. We just ran one on a family that had right out a million dollars in retirement assets, IRAs, 401Ks that they had never paid taxes on. We retooled the portfolio to make it more consistent with wealth protection, wealth preservation, and then the traditional asset allocation. And over their lifetime out to age 90, it made about a $350,000 improvement. Who wouldn't want that? That's great, right? Mm-hmm. But then we, then we linked in the tax management and the tax management alone changed their projected wealth at age 90 by a million five. Wow. It was a million eight and change total, but only 300 and some thousand of that was from the investment portfolio. The tax management strategy was a million five. Now, again, that's over a lifetime, 30 years of retirement, in this case, 25 years of retirement. But if you think about that, You know, it's basically, we were paying Uncle Sam his taxes that he was owed, but then we were moving monies over to places where it became, you got total control. You got to keep that money. You got to grow that money. Keep 100% of the gains. Don't share it with Uncle Sam. 100% goes to a spouse in the event of a premature death, a spouse tax trap. You and I have talked about that before. It's a big deal. And then, you know, how much goes to your kids. A lot of the plans we build by the time somebody is 70 or 75 years old, if a death were to occur of both parents 100% of the money goes to their kids tax free instead of a giant tax burden so tax management is probably the most powerful tool out there for most people that have a portfolio of $500,000 or more we've had people say why $500,000 are you you're just going for big portfolios like no somebody has $100,000 it still works but the impact is not near as paramount as it is if somebody has $500,000 or more in assets they've never paid tax on, 401ks, IRAs, what have you. Tax management is something that people have listened to the radio and come in over the years. They've said, you know, you're the only guy with a tax plan, Bruce. You know, that's why we're here. And they see the value that it creates for them, and it's done on a custom Case by case basis. That's why you don't see everybody doing it because it's not a one size fits all big box store solution that most of the big firms can
1: Hmm. do. It's easier if you just have a template and fill in the names and numbers, right?
0: Amen. Whenever they sell a mutual fund, it's that, that mutual fund is designed to sell to a million people, regardless of their walk of life or what their their portfolio is. Put money in my investment, but tax planning, you can have two people that work the same job, the same pay grade, both married, both have two kids. And still, their tax planning will look dramatically different because of everybody's unique situation. And that's what we build is not just an investment portfolio that is customized for your situation, but a long-term tax management strategy. We are a management firm. This is not hand you a blueprint and say, good luck, build it yourself. We're there every step of the way, and that's what's unique and different. And that's the increased value, a higher level of planning and management for people.
1: Bruce, let me go back to something that you mentioned a few minutes ago, and it had to do with inheritance and Mm -hmm. legacy planning. Is it true that you could really leave your beneficiaries with a huge tax burden if you don't plan properly?
0: Oh, absolutely. I don't want to give people inside the Beltway credit for being this smart. But the, the interesting thing is there's this monster train wreck that you see if you run the numbers, especially multi-generationally. Because we have a lot of people that are clients and they have brought their 40-year-old, 45-year-old children to us to work with us. A, so they can see what their parent's situation looks like in the event of a death, so they're plugged in. But B, so they can start taking advantage of this tax management much earlier in their lifetime and, and yield the benefit. Let's say that you've got you know 40 year old children and you're 65 and you retire. And let's say that you make it to, to age 90. So you make it 25 years, but you still have a lot of money left over. You've been taking required distributions. There's still a million or $2 million sitting because over all that time it's grown of retirement assets you've never paid tax on. Now you die. And let's say you have two 40 year old children when you retired. Now they're 65. The children are 65. Mm-hmm. And they each inherited a million dollars. They have to take that money out over a 10 year period under the new Secure Act and pay the taxes on it. And it's ordinary income tax. Immediately, you know, basically, you're going to pay this. So the best planning I can give them is say, look, take 100 grand a year plus interest. You know, take 100 grand a year out. Who wants to be at 65 years old and planning their retirement and find themselves now with a forced income? of $100,000 being dumped on them and paying the taxes on that money at the most inopportune part mm-hmm. of their life. And over that 10-year period, what will happen? They'll hit Medicare at 66. They'll automatically be jettisoned up into the highest Medicare cost bracket in many cases. They're definitely paying taxes one hundred percent on 85% of their Social Security benefits. So you have all this stacking of taxes. It's a huge monster. And when we build those plans, quite often... We've resolved that issue by by 70 or 75, where if a death occurs, no additional tax burden is passed on to the kids with regard to income taxes on retirement assets. But we do it to benefit the people, the, the retirees themselves. The byproduct is the planning for the heirs. Many plans out there want you to have less in your retirement so your kids get more. We don't do that. And we're not using insurance to do this. It is smart tax management. That's one of the misnomers. People think we're trying to sell insurance. There's no insurance involved in that.
1: Bruce, we are out of time. This has been one fast show today. That's <laughs> what we do. We've covered so much ground. Thank you, Bruce Smith. There's so much more to know. So join us again next week for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, financial manager and founder and president of Wealthcare Investment Center. One more time, I want to give you the phone number to call because there is so much more information that Bruce and his team can share with you. It may just end up being a life changer. 888-888-5601. And you can call that number right now. 888-888-5601. And this is Get More Retirement. We'll talk to you again next week.
2: What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Kare.com. Advisory services offer through the Wealthcare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offer through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is Sponsored by the Wealthcare Investment Center.